This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, hey Marge, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Running a growing business means getting the insights you need wherever you are. With Shopify's single dashboard, you can manage orders, shipping, and payments from anywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the United States. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash ifanboy, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash ifanboy now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash ifanboy. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You're listening to iFanboy Talks Explode with Robert Kirkman of The Infinite, Super Dinosaur, The Walking Dead, and Invincible. Welcome to another edition of My Fanboy Talks Explode. My name is Ron Richards, and this time around, Josh and I had the immense pleasure of talking to our good buddy Robert Kirkman. Uh, he was out doing press for his upcoming book called The Infinite with Rob Liefeld, which is coming from Image Comics. So we had a chance to talk to him, and of course we had to talk about a little bit about Super Dinosaur and The Walking Dead and all the other great things that Robert Kirkman's got going on. Uh, always fun to talk to Robert, so let's get into it. Who is this? It's Ron and Josh from My Fanboy. Oh my gosh, both of you are on here? Both of us. At the same time. Gosh, it's been so long. I know. I've been on house arrest. (laughs) (laughs) For God's sake, guys, get this started. Come on. All right. So we're here to talk about The Infinite, (laughs) your new series with Rob Liefeld that's coming out. Um, How excited are you to get this out the door? Uh, You know, uh, getting it out the door, like, I'm very excited for people to come and experience experience it. I'm not excited to get it out the door. That would insinuate that I'm not having a blast, which I am. Um, but no, I mean, it's, it's something that Rob and I've been working on for a long time. We're both very excited about it. Uh, a lot of work has gone into this. Uh, you know, we're, we've, we've gotten very far ahead so that we can, you know, ship on time and hopefully stay on time. And, 
uh, we're very excited to get this whole project underway and uh, get people get it in front of people's eyes. So for so for anybody who hasn't you know read about when it was announced and things like that, what is the basic premise? Because and I want to hear you describe it because I've read it, I know it, and I I really kind of dig it. But I want to hear you explain it. It sounds so convoluted, but let me let me see if I can get this uh, uh, as simple as possible. It's basically uh, a freedom fighter named Bowen who uh, lives in the future. You know. Uh, decides to, uh, he, he is battling the infinite and they have conquered the future. And so in a last ditch effort to stop them, he goes back in time to the present where they have just started their initiative to take over the world. And he is tasked with assembling his team of freedom fighters before they were actually assembled, you know, before so that they can, uh, you know, strike at the infinite earlier and hopefully win this time. And so he has to recruit a younger version of himself and younger versions of all of his team uh, to hopefully, uh, you know, save the world. Do you, do you have charts? That sounds complicated. I have charts. No, it's, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I, I, there are things that happen in issue one that don't pay off until like the end of the series. And I have to know, like, I had to know how this thing ends and how it begins and what happens in the middle and, uh, time travel is very difficult. Let me just say that. Yeah, I was going to say. And so are you concerned at all with some of the uh, theories around time travel? Like if you go back in time and see yourself and touch yourself, it will cause the universe to implode? Or are you just not worrying about that sort of thing? That's a paradox. Yeah, exactly. You're done. <laughs> who, who wouldn't want to go back in time and touch themselves? But, uh, yeah, thanks, guys. But, uh, so, uh, <laughs> So yeah, I mean, uh, one of the cool things about the internet uh, that I, I'm really happy about is that, uh, you know, I'm trying to take a new look at time travel. I think it's ridiculous that we've gotten to a point where there's been so many time travel stories that people actually think there are real rules to time travel. Like, oh, well, you know, you can't do this because that would have catastrophic results. It's like that time travel isn't real, you know? <laughs> So the whole idea of going back in time and interacting with yourself and making it to where you don't exist, like, we're kind of ignoring that because matter is matter and, and, you know, once you entered that timeline, you would exist. And so, you know, interacting with yourself would have no, like, cosmic effect. I mean, you're definitely rewriting history by going back in time. There's no way to avoid that. But one of the concepts of the infinite is that, uh, you know, the whole story is about rewriting the future. And so there is only one timeline. There's not, you know, other dimensions created by traveling back in time and divergent paths. And, oh, my gosh, we went back to this 1985. We've got to get back to this other 1985. I mean, we're not, we're not doing all that. So, so you don't subscribe to Doc Brown's theory of alternate timelines? Doc Brown is a nutbag. <laughs> and anyone who is following his theories is crazy. I mean, look at that guy. So, no, we're, we're, trying, to, we're trying to blaze new, uh, new trails here. Heavy. <laughs> like but did you come up with your like did you did you and rob like work out your own set of rules for this you know like if somebody does a vampire book and they have their own vampire rules for that book or something like that do you have this is you know this is the way that the time travel works in in your universe yeah yeah i mean we definitely have you know certain do's and don'ts and and some cool things that you know hopefully will surprise people as we go along uh, as far as the you know small details about how how things do work and uh in, time travel within the infinite. So, uh, but we'll be revealing that kind of stuff as we go along, and it, 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 it kind of 
it kind of involves a lot of surprises and uh, twists and stuff like that, so I wouldn't want to give anything away on this stupid podcast. Right. <laughs> Thanks. We, we appreciate that. So you mentioned that, that's, that some things don't pay off until the end of the series. So this, the, the, is the infinite not infinite? Does it have a finite ending? Do you know how many issues it's going to be and that sort of thing? Or uh, The infinite is definitely uh, uh, finite. So, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, you know, it's... Uh, uh, I had to have the end figured out before I started. Now, I don't know exactly where the end is going to occur because I'm trying to keep things open for, you know, coming up with new stuff and, and, and building out the story. So, you know, I kind of have a rough idea of what the last issue is going to be, but, you know, this is a regular monthly series that's going to go on for a good long time. So it's not a mini series or anything, but it's definitely not something that's going to go on forever. Uh, we're coming in with a specific story to tell, and once we tell that story, it's going to kind of be over, and you'll see why it's over when we get to the end of the book. But, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of cool twists and turns along the way, and, you know, I've got it all mapped out. But one of the things I like about comics is that you can sort of tell a story that can grow while you're telling it. You're not tied to a 13-episode season or uh, an hour or two, you know, a two-hour movie or whatever. Uh, you know, you can kind of do whatever you want and, and have fun with it. So uh, I'm going to kind of use uh, comic strength in that way. And, you know, it's definitely a finite story, but uh, it'll grow and change as, as I tell it. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, and, and the, reason, the reason why I ask is because, you you know, with Walking Dead and Invincible, it's clear that, like, the, you know, these are your characters to tell, and you're just going to keep telling stories until, you, like you've told us, until you just stop, we stop doing them. But it's interesting to see that you've got an endpoint to work towards, which is a little different from your previous work. I, I'm getting older, <laughs> and I think, that I, I think that I am getting a little bit better as a writer. And so in the past, I have never wanted to write endings. I've always hated that. It's always it's just difficult to figure out how stories end. It's a pain in the ass, and I got around it by writing books that don't end. But I think that I, I think that I've grown enough as a writer to actually be able to write a good ending now. Uh, at least hopefully that's the case. And so uh, you know it's going to be fun to to kind of write something that actually uh, resolves some way. Does that? I'm curious if that sort of comes from that sort of you learned a little more about how endings work and stuff. Does that come from working on the on the TV show a little bit and from having to wrap up like uh, Astounding Wolfman and things like that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I've, uh, yeah, I, I figured things out a little bit here and there, and uh, you know, TV stuff is. I'm not learning anything from TV people. Comics are way better than TV. Let's just make sure that that's out there, uh, loud and clear. Um, but that said, I'm learning a great deal of things being in the in the writers room on Walking Dead, and uh, and and yeah, I guess uh, I guess some of that's coming from uh, from that and helping me figure things out. But uh, I I guess what I'm trying to say is I can't answer your question. I don't know. <laughs> <It's fair. laughs> so so in terms of in terms of working with Liefeld, um, like did you have the characters and the and the the kind of basic story worked out, and then came to him like, okay, this is what I want to do, or how how collaborative have you guys been uh, in terms of creating the characters and the story? You know, it's been very collaborative. Uh, uh, I've had the idea kicking around of a guy, you know, going back in time and teaming up with himself for a while. But, you know, other than playing racquetball, like, I didn't really know exactly what they would do. So, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of that stuff was worked out with Rob. Um, so, you know, I came at him with this initial idea, and then, you know, we started talking about, you know, why he's going back in time, what he's doing, uh, you know, who he is, who he's encountering, uh, uh, and, and we kind of work, you know, like that. 
there are a lot of cases where he would say, you know, I drew this guy and I think he's really cool. And, and what do you think? Can we fit him in the infinite? And like, I would look at the drawing and go, that guy is totally awesome. I, you know, that, I've got this idea for this thing and that could be that guy. And yeah, that works. And so sometimes he would come at me with characters and I'd try to make them work. And then sometimes I would come at him with characters and then, you know, he would design them up and stuff. So, you know, it's really been a lot of back and forth. I mean, it's been a collaboration in uh, every sense of the word. And and uh, as we've seen on Twitter, you guys kind of bantering back and forth. You're you're like ahead, like you're on what, like issue four now by now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, issue two. I think there's like two more pages that need to be colored, and then that thing is ready to go, and it'll be lettered in like a week. So like we could go to press with issue two in like a week if we wanted to. And then uh, issue the inks are being finalized on issue three right now, and you know Rob's been penciling on issue four, so. You know, things are uh, things are moving along. We should, if we keep going at this pace, be completely done with issue five before issue one ships, which is uh, pretty cool. It's it's weird to note that out of every book that I'm doing, the one with Rob Liefeld is the one that is the furthest ahead of schedule. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's kind of what I'm getting at. And uh, is that you know, you as a publisher guy with you know with Skybound and with Image and that sort of thing, is that a concern going into it that I mean, you want this book to be monthly and knowing you know that you're doing three other books and Rob's doing Hawk and Dove over at DC and that sort of thing? Is, has it been kind of the mantra to get as much done in the can so that it ships on time and you avoid that whole you know the the comic fan freaking out at things being late? Exactly. I mean, we we definitely want to reassure retail that, you know, this is going to be something that's going to come out on time and be available and, and, you know, the same with fans and everything. And on top of that, like, you know, people ask about Rob and, oh, you know, when's Rob going to get things done? And, oh, you know, sometimes Rob's projects don't come out on time and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, one, I would say, you know, Rob did monthly work all last year on Deadpool Core. So like every book came out exactly when it was solicited, and you know he's he's kind of turned a corner in his life where, you know he he he's thinking about his legacy and he wants to get as many hardcovers out there as possible, and you know he wants to stock his bookshelf so he can brag to his grandkids, which is awesome, and uh, he's you know he's totally like devoted and 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 working like a fiend and getting crazy amounts of pages up, so that's great. But the other reason to get on time is like I I'm I'm very busy. You know, and, and my life is very complicated. I have to fly to Atlanta to do crap, and it's hard to make sure that, you know, the scripts are getting done on time and the trains are running and stuff. So uh, getting ahead is as much a safety net to make sure I don't screw things up as it is anybody else. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, what I'm saying is uh, I'm a screw-up, and I'm trying to make sure that I don't screw this book up by making sure that we're really far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I mean, and Josh and I were talking before we got on this call. We were talking to you about about the work that you're doing between Invincible and Walking Dead, and and now Super Dinosaur and the Infinite. Are you kind of at the the level that you think that you know this is my workload? I can handle this. Oh no, I'm, I'm announcing like four new books at Comic Con. That's pretty exciting. Oh wow, that's crazy. <laughs> no, I'm I'm oh I'm totally lying. No, I'm, I'm pretty much booked up. I mean. Uh, the, the TV show uh, takes up uh, you know quite a bit of time. I'm actually in the writers' room full time this season, so uh, you know I'm actually sitting in my office at the writers' room now, hoping that they don't open the door and go, "Hey, we're going in the room to to talk about this scene," uh, you know, because then I'll have to say I'm doing an interview with uh, I have to say Entertainment Weekly or something so that they understand. Sure. But, Some uh, stupid podcast. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but anyway, 
Uh, I mean, I don't know. Do people listen to this? No, not uh, really. Yeah. <laughs> My mom. <laughs> no, I know you guys are very popular. It's a big deal. I was I was nervous before I talked to you. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I'm booked, you know, but I, I'm, it's a manageable level. I mean, this is this is pretty much my limit, but, uh, uh, you know, I haven't exceeded my limit yet. So, so All right. Yeah. That's good to know. So, so my, you're, my you're, super dinosaur. Did I do enough plugging in that answer? <laughs> well, you know what? On the other on the other hand, like Super Dinosaur is a very different book than uh, Walking Dead, certainly, and and even you know some of the superhero books. Is it? You feel like there's like a big change of gears to sort of do that that kind of book because it, it very much is an all ages story. I don't I don't feel like you're you're like pushing what you can say with little kids. Like it, it's fairly safe, which isn't to say not entertaining, but um, like it just a very different way of writing from most of the stuff I've read of yours. So, you know, is that like a tough thing to adjust to? Not really. I mean, if I, if I were writing four Walking Dead books instead of The Infinite and Super Dinosaur and Invincible, uh, I would probably not be a very happy person. You know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it would be daunting. And, you know, it's a, The Walking Dead is a hard book to write, and, and it is somewhat depressing and dark. And, you know, you kind of got to get into those characters' heads to do that stuff. And, and it's, it's refreshing and uplifting to be able to write someone getting shot in the face and people crying for four pages and then write a dinosaur shooting missiles out of his arm, uh, after that. And then playing basketball. Uh, and, you know, it, 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 and then playing basketball and then, you know, uh, Invincible punching the moon or whatever it is Invincible does in his comic and, you know, the infinite, uh, you know, shooting people uh, in a different way, in an action. <laughs> uh, and so, like, it's, you know, it, it, I like doing multiple projects and, you know, keeping them as different as possible, uh, you know, it just keeps me interested and it keeps me excited. And, and I like being able to bounce from project to project and flex different muscles and do different things and, uh you know, I don't know. It, I, I couldn't imagine doing less work. I don't know what I would do with myself. And I think, I mean, it, it seems interesting. I mean, like I, I, I've, from talking to creators and things like that, it seems as if you're creating the kind of books that you want to read, you know, like, like that, that are scratching your itch in term, as opposed to cre- what you think the market needs or what you know, fans want or that sort of thing. Is that the approach you take when creating these kind of books? Or Yeah, definitely. I mean, if I wasn't doing the kind of books I would want to read, like I would be what is that? Like, what is that like? You know, like, I don't, I don't know. You know, I'd have to do it. I got to do something that interests me first and foremost. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I do something like super dinosaur because initially like, sure, there needs to be more kids comics. And, and, uh, you know, I think, I think that it would be cool to do another kids comic, but also, you know, I have young kids. And I want to do a book that they can actually look at and show their friends as opposed to the walking dead, which I have to hide from them. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, there's, there's a lot of reasons that go into it, but at the end of the day, I mean, if I'm not excited to sit in front of my typewriter next to my fax machine, um, you know, I, I, I'm not going to be able to write this stuff. So, you know, I, I, I gotta, I gotta be ready to, to jump in and, and, and do that. And so, yeah, all of this stuff excites me, and I just kind of hope and pray that anyone else will like it. You know, so, do your do your kids like Super Dinosaur, or do they like whatever it is, whatever? They they do, they do. But uh, no, my son, my son loves it when a new issue comes in. You know, my daughter's too. She'll she gets bored. You know, when I try to read it to them. Yeah. But, uh, you know, my son's like, when's the new Super Dinosaur coming out? And oh, it's just she's great. And uh, you know, he, they, he he loves it, and that's great. 
uh, he likes Iron Man better. And he told me so. <laughs> oh. uh, so. Were you like, I used, so, you know, I used to work for them. I didn't want to anymore. He doesn't Whatever. know about the politics of it all. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't know why I'm, he doesn't know why daddy's crying. Okay? He just knows that I am. And he doesn't care. So, we're very much alike. That's good. So, so to to play with the infinite concept, if you were to go back twenty years and find young Robert Kirkman and show him the infinite penciled by Rob Liefeld, what do you think young Robert Kirkman's reaction would be? He, he would probably say, "Oh, cool! Can you loan me some money?" But because uh, <laughs> um, I was very broke and destitute at that time. But, uh, uh, but no, I mean, yeah, it, it, that's one of the reasons I'm doing the book is because it excites me to no end to know that, you know, I'm writing pages that Rob Liefeld is drawing. Like, that's just really cool to me. And, uh, you know, I hate saying, you know, I don't know if he was necessarily my childhood hero, but, like, I was a huge fan of Rob Liefeld. Like, he was one of the, you know, he and Eric Larson and Tom McFarlane, like, that's the reason I got into comics was to, you know, be able to create my own stuff and, and do the kind of stuff that they did at Image and own my own work and, uh, you know, bring new ideas into the industry. I mean, it was, you know, very much the inspiration of my career. And so to get to work with Rob is, uh, is kind of awesome. You've been working with those guys uh, yeah. for a while, but, the, you know, I know that they, you know, they were a big inspiration. You're like, you still, does it hit you every once in a while still? Like, wow, how did this happen? This is, this is weird. Well, you got to get to know them. <laughs> and then after you get to know them, it's like, well, the bloom's off that rose. <laughs> But uh, um, that's a that's a that's a joke. Um, <laughs> I, I try to I try to hide it because it's it's weird because they're my buddies now. Like I, right. I chat with Todd on the phone just casually about you know Haunt and Walking Dead toys and his kids' little league games and you know he talks to me about baseball even though I, he knows I don't like baseball. But he keeps <laughs> talking about baseball. And it's, you know, it's, it's weird. Like you have to, you know, Rob and I get on the phone and chat about movies and, oh man, you know, I can't wait to see Cars 2. You know, this is going to be great. And, you know, we'll talk about Michael Bay and Transformers movies for like two hours. And I'm actually interested because it's not baseball. Uh, But uh, uh, I have to kind of hide the fact that I am still kind of like, oh my God, I can't believe I just had a conversation with Rob Leffield because they would make fun of me, you know, and I don't want those guys to make fun of me. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely a surreal thing. I mean, uh, my life is, is pretty damn weird. I, I hang out with people who drew posters that were hanging on my wall when I was 14. Uh, you know, I'm on, a, I'm on a television set surrounded by people acting like characters I created in a comic book. Um, you know, I, I have a private jet. Uh, <laughs> I don't really have a private jet. Uh, but, no, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a fun, uh, fun life. It's a lot of fun. So, has being on set of The Walking Dead help you got over your fear of people dressed up like zombies yet, or no? Are you still not liking that? Oh, you know, I had forgotten how much I don't like that. I was back <laughs> on set for the second season, and and uh, well, there was there was a guy from Entertainment Weekly, a, a, a you know, a reporter guy or whatever. I'd done his Entertainment Weekly blog, which was much more professional than this, and. Uh, <laughs> He, he he was on set dressed up as a zombie, and he came over and, you know, was talking to me, and I was having a conversation with him, and I was like, I don't want to look at you. I don't Why are you here? Like, just, I'll talk to you when you shower. You're just, it's just unsettling. Like, I mean, I try to compliment, I, I mean it as a compliment to Greg Nicotero. It's just not 
fun to talk to them when they're in zombie makeup. It's 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 a little scary. I mean, I gotta say, um, and then they always want to come up and shake your hand, but their hands are covered in like sticky fake blood, and you're like, I I can't be rude and not shake your hand, but I'm in the middle of Atlanta. And I don't know where a sink is, so it's not like I'm going to be able to wash my hands for the next hour, so I'm going to be walking around with cat hair sticking to my hand, you know? So, um, what I'm saying is, having a television show is awful, and uh, it's just terrible. I wish it hadn't happened. Like, I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, I'm scared of zombies. That's what I'm saying. All right, fair enough. All right, well, we know you're super busy, and you got a, you probably have a packed full schedule of other media interviews to do and stuff like that. But So The Infinite comes out in August. Uh, what's the ship date on that again? Uh, it's August. Or, I don't know. I think it's the first Wednesday in August, whatever day that is. All right. Uh, I don't do a lot of preparation for these, so I'm sorry. <laughs> so August 3rd, it looks like. That, that's the date it'll be out. <laughs> All right. That, and- that sounds familiar. Yes. <laughs> and uh, hopefully we'll be seeing you. At, we'll be seeing you at San Diego. You know, like in, you know, we'll we'll be like in the back, kind of waving and behind the, you know, and you, you can. <laughs> do, you, do you think he remembers us? Exactly. I, I don't know, Ron. Oh come on, you guys! You guys can always come to the front of the line. Like, what are you talking about? Just don't bring Connor. Right. Of course. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Rob. We really appreciate the time. Uh, good luck with the with the new season of the show and the infinite and all that stuff. So. Okay, man. Thanks a lot. So big thanks to Robert for giving us some time out of his very busy schedule to talk about The Infinite as well as all his other great stuff. Check out The Infinite when it comes out in early August from Image Comics with penciler Rob Liefeld. It, it looks to be really, really good. I'm, I'm excited about this one. Uh, head over to ifanboy.com where you check out all the other great comic book news. Check out our Pick of the Week podcast every Sunday or Don't Miss Podcast with a creator every Monday. Uh, tons of great stuff going on ifanboy.com. Check it all there. If you have any questions or any suggestions of creators you'd like us to talk to, shoot us an email at contact at ifanboy.com. And as always, follow us on twitter.com slash ifanboy. So until next time, enjoy your comics. Oh, <laughs> my